Hello, and welcome to the Sex with Penguins podcast. This is Sarah doing a little intro to let you know that at the end of this podcast, at around the 50-minute mark, we've added a meditation session that we recorded one afternoon in my backyard. We hope you'll meditate with us. And now, here comes your regularly scheduled podcast. I do it. Why don't you okay. do it? Okay, well, welcome to the Sex with Penguins podcast. Oh, I fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? Puff? Podfest? Podfest. Live and in person in my backyard. That's right. Here we are in Pasadena in Sarah's backyard. And we um, just did a meditation. We're freshly meditated. Yes, we just meditated. It was lovely. Mm-hmm. And you, maybe you will, and maybe you won't hear it. <laughs> maybe we'll share it with you. We don't know. Maybe we won't. It might be too boring. We don't know. Yeah. But if you if you meditate with us, it's not boring. It's nice. Is meditation boring? Is meditation ever boring? No. I don't think so. No, it's never boring. Because you're actually doing I mean, watching somebody else meditate. Yeah, watching somebody meditate or listening to somebody else meditate. But if you're mm-hmm. actually meditating. You're in your own process, and, and it's not it's not boring at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, is 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 living in a human mind ever boring? Really? I mean, people say I'm bored all the time, but yeah. it, it means you're not paying attention. Right. I think I can't remember the last time I was bored. I mean, I, I'm sure I was bored a lot when I was a kid because all kids are bored. Yeah. I I remember saying I was bored about something, like I was watching something, and I was thinking this is boring. But That's different. Yeah. Yeah. Like, being bored, it's like, I, I always have things to amuse myself with. I'm, I'm naturally amusing. <laughs> I'm amused, I amuse myself with my own jokes. So we're here in my backyard, and we have meditated. We're sitting outside, so there'll be some atmospheric experience going on. But hopefully, ooh, Cue the no. dog. <laughs> Cue the dog. It's nice out here. It's lovely. It's a nice day today. Look at the clouds. It's, it's beautiful clouds. We had a rain yesterday. And so now it's it's uh, just gorgeous. It's all clean and bright. Yeah, everything's beautiful. The lawns are green. For Southern California, this is a blessing. Mm-hmm. People across the country are freezing and snowing and complaining about the cold. And, and we're complaining about no rain. We're, well, we're complaining about... I was complaining yesterday. It was hot. Yeah. It was 87 degrees at 7 p.m. And I was turning on my air conditioner. It was in pits. Yeah. It's like, this is February. I'm not ready for this. This is silly. Yeah. Well, do you want to talk about the meditation we just did a little bit? Okay. Um, I really liked being outside. If I if I meditate a lo- like at home alone, I don't usually come out here. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna now because this is really nice. Um, something about it, instead of getting making me go inside, really expanded me out in a mm. big way. Like I really felt a part of everything that was going on you know you could hear the breeze you can hear the traffic you can, you can hear, hear the dog breeze. yeah you can hear the leaf blower i could hear a lizard or something crawling in the it sort of made you feel made me feel more a part of connected to everything yeah that was really nice it's one it seemed very short didn't it yeah it did yeah and i got a big smile out of your timer yes <laughs> what was it uh, uh the beatles yeah it was um from, um, from give, the Love album. Yeah. It was Here Comes the Sun. Yeah. One of my favorite songs. Mm. 
Yeah, what do we want to talk about with meditation? So, the spiritual, that could be our spiritual um, thing of the day. What, mm-hmm. what do we say? My God, it's practice. Been so spiritual practice. Spiritual of the practice day. of the week or spiritual practice of the pod is meditation. Yeah. And um, I did see something recently about somebody was talking about how meditation was just not for them and they didn't like it and they didn't get the point. Um, and my only comment to that was there are so many different kinds. What are you talking about? Yeah. Like, how can you say you don't like meditation if you. If you. T- tell me you don't like sitting in in the stillness uh, with your legs crossed and your hands in prayer position for a half an hour, you know, then I get it. But yeah. there's so many other ways to do it. Right. Um, you know, like for me, usually walking the labyrinth is, is a great meditation. I think I've talked about that before. Um, or, you know, just go, if you go hiking by yourself, that's a meditation. Well, the, one of the most profound meditations I ever did was a walking meditation, and it was... Um, like w- taking conscious steps, and so in other words, not just hiking, like mm. not just walking, mm-hmm. but just putting one foot in front of the other and just being really, really conscious about it. And it wasn't. It's like it's the, about the journey and not about, you know, the the destination. Mm-hmm. And um, it was just done inside in the sanctuary at, at Agape, mm-hmm. and um, it was really uh, profound. Mm-hmm. And I really got a sense of my physical body, and I got a sense of. Um, how when you really slow down and walk that slow, mm-hmm. it's amazing that we we don't fall down more because it's you know it's <laughs> well, speak it's, for yourself because <laughs> you're because you're falling forward that to walk is to fall forward mm-hmm. and so I, I was really aware of my balance and I was really aware of where I was out of alignment in my body mm-hmm. and so for me it was a really good way to be here now to mm-hmm. tune in and to just be aware of like where my feet were placing and how each step was different and it was a different experience Wow! and yeah and so that's the thing that's the gift of meditation is that no two meditations are ever going to be the same mm-hmm. and if you're really actually meditating it's a new and fresh experience every time because mm-hmm. your body's not the same Mm-hmm. Your mind's not the same. Your surroundings are usually not even. Oh, that could be the same. That, that's the one well, you thing could, that could you be You could meditate consistent. in your room every single time and, yeah. and meditate for 20 minutes in the same place. Like some people have, like I have a chair in my room that I meditate in. Mm-hmm. And that's my meditation chair. And so I go and I sit in my chair. And, and so it's like, it's always the same chair. It's always the same place. Right. That's my regular station. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, and also the two of us meditating together, I mean, granted we haven't been doing it like every day or anything, Mm -hmm. but when you start meditating with a partner or with a group, there's a groove that you get into. Mm -hmm. So for example, when we sit down and we start to meditate immediately, it's like, it's, it's already happening. Like you said, when I was talking, you said, I'm already meditating. I'm already there. <laughs> so it was like, yeah, do what you, whatever you got to do. And, and it's just like you drop down into yeah. it quicker. Right. And so that comes with practice, practice too. Not even just with, you know, if the two of us are doing it together. But any any meditation is, it's like a practice, not a, you don't just do it. You have to, you have to practice to get to the point where you, you do just drop in. You know, like I, I did with the floating. We talked um, a few episodes back about the, the floating experience. Mm-hmm. And I've now done it. Four or five times, and every single time is completely different. Yeah. But the thing that they talk about in that was that the um, 
they want people to do it all the time, obviously, because it means that, you know... More revenue for them. Yeah, their business is working. But I got it. I, that made sense to me. Like, now that when I did it four or five times, I realized that I could actually drop into that feeling of being in the flotation tank at other times because I'm, I was in that habit. I got the habit right. of, of how you, you drop into that sense of um, relaxation yeah, and just I get being it. by yourself. I get it. But and I that's, think that's true with the meditation. Exactly. Just that, that is totally true about meditation because meditation practice is not about meditating and then going about the rest of your life. Right. It's because of the quality of stillness that you get, it, it, it multiplies that awareness into mm -hmm. every everyday life, into everything that you do. It's just like exercise and diet, right? right? That You have to do that stuff all the time. As a, as a regular practice in order to see the effects of it. Right. Right? So whether it's getting stronger or losing weight or whatever it is you, you're looking for, you don't just go to the gym once and get it. Right. You have to go, you know, all the time. You have to move your body all the time. It's a meditation practice. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think um, something like, so I've told you a story about the guy that I worked with in the kitchen who really digs watching washing the dishes right right he really gets very zen he does everything by hand and he really loves it and he's just quiet and, he, and he, I said you know to him one day doesn't that drive you crazy or do you get bored with it or because I don't like doing the dishes right. <laughs> whenever I have to do them he said no I really I really dig it I just drop in and I just it's like meditating mm -hmm. I was like oh, okay so other things like that like if somebody does knitting or like do you is does that count does it count as meditation? I think it should. Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. it's, like I say, the practice expands. And, and I think, you know, the, the, the value for me of just plain, regular sitting meditation, as opposed to doing anything else, mm -hmm. is that it's, it's, there's no other distraction. When you're, when you're still, if you, if you have a place that's quiet and, and you're sitting and you're still, mm -hmm. you'll tune into, I mean, you really go inside and you'll really start noticing things that you don't notice when you're walking or, you know... Doing the dishes yeah, or, when you're, or whatever. Yeah, and, and, you're, and your mind is going on about a thousand other things. If you're really still, you can really catch what your mind's doing. Mm -hmm. You can um, tune into your body. Mm -hmm. You can notice things. You can notice things changing. That's one of the, one of the values of, for example, Vipassana meditation is that it, it's always fresh. It's always new. So you, if you're scanning your body from head to toe you can do a round of your body. So in other words, you start like at your feet or at your head or so whatever. So Vipassana is, is a body awareness meditation. Is that it, right? It's, uh, I it's can't a breath meditation. No, I can't remember exactly. It's both. Oh. But I can't remember exactly what the description, what Vipassana actually mm -hmm. means. Mm -hmm. I should know, but I don't mm -hmm. um, at this moment. But it's, 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 the aware, it's an awareness meditation mm -hmm. of, of, of be here now. It's an right. awareness of what's present. It's not like a guided meditation. It's not like anything. It's about working with what is in your envi immediate environment, mm -hmm. which is your body. Mm -hmm. So that's the only way we experience life, right, mm -hmm. is, is through our, our senses. Mm -hmm. So you're really conscious and aware, and you're, and you're starting like at your toes or at your head or wherever you start, and you scan and you just feel, you know, how's my leg, how's my arm, how's my my thigh and then you go all the way up your body and you're noticing what happens not not judging not trying to change but just noticing mm -hmm. and then you go back and you do a second round mm -hmm. and you'll notice that for example like you know if your knee is hurting mm -hmm. like I went to a 10-day re retreat and I had like fire in my knees man mm -hmm. it was just because we were sitting for hours at a time you sit an hour and then you stretch and then you sit another hour and then you stretch and it's wow. like like that for 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 10 days yeah and so 
I would sometimes just be sitting there and like, uh, you know, constantly or like a toothache or something. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh my God, this is killing me. And you keep coming back to it. Oh my God, it's killing me. And then all of a sudden, you'll, if you're really meditating and you're really paying attention, you'll come back and it's changed. Maybe it's not throbbing as much. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's changed to like a dull ache. Mm -hmm. And you can sort of get the quality of what that's about. Mm -hmm. And so that's how meditation, and that's what life is. Mm -hmm. Because you'll come to the same place 20 times and it's actually never the same. Right. You know, if you go to the woods or you go, and there's always something changing, and you think it's the same familiar place, but if you really pay attention, there's always change happening mm -hmm. all the time. Mm -hmm. So what do you think then makes, so if, if uh, sitting meditation is meditation, uh, floating in the tank is meditation, doing the dishes can be meditation yeah. if you do it, you know, right. <laughs> no, I think it's consciousness. I yeah. think it's about so. Is, so, what's the where I'm getting is what is the definition? What what do those things have in common that make them meditation? I think it's it's mindfulness. Mm. It's being really aware of what you're doing, because you can do the dishes and be watching television. Yeah, and you're and you're thinking about and you're not even really watching television. You're doing the dishes. You're watching television. You're thinking about what, and you're you thinking know, about you're yeah. pissed at your husband, right? Yeah. And and you're like scrubbing dishes. And, 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 and TMZ is on, and you're scrubbing dishes <laughs> and thinking, oh, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West, uh, right? So you're not even doing any of those things. There's, there's three things happening, and you're not doing any of them, really. Right, right. But if you turn the TV off, and then you start washing dishes, then you notice, oh, God, I'm, I am really pissed at my husband right now. Mm -hmm. Instead of just letting it run you, mm -hmm. you're taking, um, you, you have dominion over your attention, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that you're aware and you have dominion over your attention and you're willing to just sit with that. Oh, wow, I am. I'm really angry right now. Mm -hmm. And I can tell that I'm really angry and, and my stomach is in a, a knot right now. Mm -hmm. And I'm washing a dish. Right. <laughs> and you're mindful about every little piece of that. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and the water is really warm and the, and the soap sm smells good. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I, I'm really glad I got that apple scented dawn at the, at the thing. <laughs> Ooh, and then, you get that? Yeah. Oh, wow. Instead of, instead of the, the, the regular blue kind and, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. So you're, you're, you're bringing everything that you have to the moment mm -hmm. and you're present. Mm -hmm. Be here now. Right. Be here now. Be right. a present to this. Like right now I'm sitting and I'm starting to sweat because the sun is directly on me. Mm -hmm. And while we were meditating, the sun was right in my hands and it felt really oh, good. It nice. felt like... So one hand was really cool and one hand was really warm. I was holding I was holding the sun. Yeah. And now I'm too hot. So yeah. we're gonna have to move because we can I'm, change places if you want. I'm sitting in the I sun. Could, I'm in the shade. Okay. Let's do that. There's your butt. Yeah. Okay. Let's see how this works. Well now I'm sitting on your nice but you want this cushion. No, it's mostly fine. I'll I'll move around if I'm uncomfortable. Okay. Oh yeah, so we, we've covered meditation. Yeah, I, medi just, I just feel like I want, you know, when I hear someone say, oh, no, meditation's not for me, I, I want them to, to try different kinds. I yes. Guess, you know, because yeah. it might not be that sitting meditation is what works for for you. It could be uh, walking meditation. Yeah. It could be... Again, I think I said this in another podcast, but a really good book is a book by Ron, Ron Das. It's, it's, oh boy, here we go. Why do why, I brought it up before and I can't remember what the name of it is? But Did basically, you remember the last time you brought it. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically he, he has different kinds of meditation and he goes through all of them. Oh. So it's uh, I, you know I want to say it's like just like a how to meditate book. Mm -hmm. uh, it's like a meditator's handbook. That might even be the name. Mm -hmm. You could look it up on on uh, Amazon and see. 
I don't know how to use your phone. <laughs> oh, and you don't want to mess with your phone. No, my phone is recording. All right. Well, we'll st keep recording, and I'm going to look it up because yeah. I really want to have the actual name. We'll cut it. We'll cut it in. <laughs> <laughs> so the other thing that I wanted to say um, about meditation is, yeah, uh, is resistance because we had a conversation on the phone, you and I, mm -hmm. and t t tell us what that was about. Which conversation are you, are you talking about? I don't know. We've had so many. I don't know. But no, we were on the phone and you were talking about feeling anxious. Okay. Um, I'm trying to remember the conversation, but the, the to recreate it maybe, I can just say that recently I've been having physical symptoms of anxiety that don't match up with what's going on in my head. Right. Um, uh, life is good. I can't think of anything I'm particularly anxious about. Um, but I, I get this sort of like on edge, not breathless exactly, but just sort of like almost like st the feeling I get personally when I'm about to do public speaking, which is not a nice feeling. <laughs> Nerves, like nervous. Right. And so I've been kind of struggling with um, what, what that's about, trying to understand where that's coming from. And what you said to me that was sort of obvious after you said it was, you know, your body's trying to tell you something. Right. And you know, sit with that and figure out what it is. Let your body talk to you yeah. is what I said. Let yeah. your, your body's trying, wants your, is grabbing your attention right. and wants to tell you something because it knows something that you're pushing away. Right. The book is called Journey of Awakening, A Meditator's Guidebook by Ram Dass. And I had, I, I actually it? liked it so much that I got two of them. It's, you can get it for one penny. Yeah, it's, it, you can oh, get it used Amazon. on Amazon. Eight dollars on Prime. Right. And um, and I, I liked it so much, and I lost a copy, I guess, and so I ended up having like two copies. I kept buying it over again, mm -hmm. um, so I gave it away to somebody. But it's a, it's a good book, just exactly that. What it does is it says, here are there, there's a thousand different kinds of meditations. Here they are, mm -hmm. and he kind of goes through each one and tells you how to do it. And is it all, is what it are they traditional meditation, like like Vipassana is one or? or Zen meditation. No, he just talks. It, no, he doesn't. He just talks about it in terms of walking meditation, okay, right. um, a focused meditation, a guided meditation, mm -hmm. um, you know, like that. I think. Mm -hmm. Ooh, before we move on from meditation, yeah, and we can go back to the resistance part um, and the anxiety part. I did. Um, we were talking about doing a, a meditation, like a short podcast of, of us meditating together, right. like a guided one. One of the ones that I did on the app that I use sometimes for timing, timing was a guided meditation that was a yoga nidra meditation. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. It put me to sleep within five minutes. <laughs> I started listening and, and it takes me a while to fall asleep most of the time, uh -huh. but this, it just dropped me in. I couldn't even tell you what it was about, but I'm pretty sure it was like Vipassana, like very uh, running through your body and seeing what was going on. Oh my God, I fell asleep so hard. <laughs> it was great. And now I can't find it again. You know, you know what's it. so funny is is people talk about, what that's one of the hassles, one of the things that people talk about is like, I can't meditate, I fall asleep. Yeah. And that's why walking meditation or some other kind of meditation right. is good. But um, I never fall asleep when this I meditate. One, this is meant to be something oh, that you meant do to before be? you sleep. Yeah. It's meant to be something that, to put you to sleep. Yeah. So that it, it really worked. It was like narcotic. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, so what did you, you wanted to ask me something about the resistance and meditation? Oh, I just wanted right? to talk about, um, and I just think resistance is so interesting that, that, that it builds and builds and builds. Like if you, there's something that you're avoiding 
and you don't even know what it is and you don't want to know what it is mm. and you build so much energy around keeping away from it mm -hmm. that it's like once you break it down and you actually sit with it mm -hmm. it's nothing I mean yeah. but I, I just think it's so interesting that as humans we can't we have these mechanisms that keep us from from facing things for whatever reason I know and it's like it's like so um, hypnotic you know mm -hmm. that we, ha we are we have all these distractions and things you know to keep us occupied so that Especially we don't now. have to look at stuff you know mm -hmm. so we don't really have to pay attention to what's going on with mm -hmm. our bodies with our lives with our anxieties right. you know it's crazy and so meditation will get you to a place where maybe you can hear what those things are. Yeah. If you invest does, does invest me. five minutes at a time at the beginning yeah. and expand it, you know, to 10, to yeah. expand it to 20, spend it to an hour if you want. I mean, whatever. Okay. I'm, I'm done with that. <laughs> no, it was good. That meditation was good. I think we should share it. I thought it was too silent, but we'll see. We'll, we'll listen to it. I mean, if, if somebody's just going to listen to it, then it's just nothing, but... They're actually going to meditate with us. We'll mm. see. Um, do you want to talk about looks at books? Yeah. What okay. are you reading? Um, Sex with Penguins. Looks at books. books. Um, actually, looks at entertainment. Mm -hmm. I wanted to talk about uh, documentaries and stuff. Okay. What, what, well, what are you reading? You're a reader. I'm a... I'm a, I'm a You're a film... I'm a, I'm a documentary person. Yeah. yeah, I'm a video person. I'm not reading anything interesting right now. <laughs> Sarah, that's been Sarah on Looks at Books. <laughs> no, I, I finished, I read Misery. I reread Misery by oh, yeah. Stephen King. And that yeah. was kept keeping me up at night. It was so good. And then after that, I needed some a little palate cleanser. So I wanted something that was kind of light and easy and nice. <laughs> and so I'm reading A Spool of Blue Thread by Ann Tyler. And it is so boring. <laughs> oh my it's boring. God. Yeah, it's probably just what I needed, though. It's, like, easy, and it's about a family and the interrelationships. And oh, I can't <laughs> wait till it finishes. I mean, it's not like it's bad, because I'm continuing to read it. Right. It's like, it's fine, but I'm just like, I don't really care. I have, um, on at the library, besides the Jungle Book, which actually I have on DVD waiting mm -hmm. for me, which I'm going to go pick up when I go home, because um, I haven't do, seen do, it in so uh, long. Question, do you use Overdrive? Overdrive is a is a library. Yes, app. yes. Okay, you're using. That. I, I have used it. Yeah, because you can do that with with movies as well. I well, think. Hoopla, uh -huh. is is what I have oh, okay. for, for that. Right. Which is great oh, because I that. yeah, I have it on my phone. and I'm actually I'm pointing to where is my phone? Oh, here it is. Um, I have Hoopla, and I'm I'm uh, a, a book that's like something like You Are Awesome. I can't remember what the name of the book is, but <laughs> sounds sounds good. Yeah, it's something it's like that. Is it's basically it's basically a new new thought person and I'm listening to it and there's a quote from Michael Beckwith in it mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like oh obviously they've been going to a <laughs> he's everywhere yeah he's everywhere mm -hmm. so um, but I'm, I've got uh, Grist for the Mill by Ram Dass mm -hmm. which he wrote in the 70s mm -hmm. and they have I guess an updated uh, introduction or something to it but I'd never read it mm -hmm. so I'm going to go pick that up whenever that comes in it's not it's not here yet I've never read anything by him I have, yeah. I, and, and I want to go watch the movie. I, I like him. I, I, I periodically come through Ramdas phases where I just want to be with him for a while. Yeah, it, there's a. He just started a, a meditation course that was free that I signed up for. He did? Yeah. Ramdas? Yeah. Wow. It's like it's like the Oprah Deepak thing, yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's Ramdas. Yeah. And so it comes every week. It comes with a. Oh come on! Like a reading, and a, a talk that you listen to on SoundCloud. 
and then a, med- a guided meditation. We have got to get a link to that and share that with our people. Yeah, and I did the first one, and it was okay. <laughs> it was a little, it was a little out there. There was, a, it was very, like it was very, uh, like visual, visual somehow. It was like he was, you know, envision this being of light that's off in the distance oh, with so a line of guided. Yeah, with a, with a, you know, a highway, a lit up highway between you. And, and this being, and then imagine bringing them closer, and then oh. they're in you, and then you've got the guru in you. I was like, oh, okay. I don't need that. It was, it was, you know, it was sweet, but I, I didn't really. Again, there's, do you have to find what works for you? Yeah. That might work for some people. Right. I mean, I like him. I like him. I love him. But yeah. I didn't, I didn't dig the meditation too much. Yeah. You could say, like, the, the Oprah Chopra thing was just <laughs> it was just too talky for me. It was yeah. just like, blah, 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 blah. It's like, shh, let's just meditate. Shh. Right. I like silence. That's what I prefer. Right. But it takes. It can take a while to get to that point where you like it. So what are you watching? Jen? Oh, um, I, I I watched a really good. <laughs> I was actually laying on the table at my chiropractor's office, and um, I started. She she chided me, and she told me, "No, that's you shouldn't be doing that now." I was like, you looking right. at your phone? I was. On the ty- I was watching table? a movie while I was while I was laying down getting the rolly things. Oh wow. And I, so I was just laying there looking at the movie because I, I, I was just laughing and enjoying it. It was a, it was a Mel Brooks movie. Mm-hmm. And it's a documentary on Mel Brooks called Make a Noise. No way. Yeah, it's I really, it, it's good. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. He's great. And he's, he, what I love about Mel Brooks is that he loves himself and he's like, oh, I love myself. He's like, just, just wait, just, just a minute. Oh, I love you. Oh, you're so talented. <laughs> and he, he's kissing himself and he's saying, oh, you know, oh, I just love you. And, just, and he's just, he's like holding himself and he says, yeah, I just love myself. What's it called again? It's called um, Make a Noise. Make a Noise. Yeah, it's on Netflix right now. It's streaming on Netflix oh, right now. Oh, I'm going to check that and out. It's, just, it's, it's fun. It's just a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And I, I love his relationship with Anne Bancroft. And she mm-hmm. just basically what she says, and I see it everywhere. She says, he, he from the day he met me, he met me, and I just can't get rid of him. He just wouldn't leave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I would say, I'm going, you know, I'm going here to the opera. And he'd say, oh, I happen to be going there, too. And then he would go with me. And she said, I'm going to do my laundry. He'd say, oh, funny, that's where I was going, too. <laughs> and, and he says, you know, and he says the same thing. He says, from the minute we met, glue. Mm-hmm. It was just like, there's never a moment that we're apart. Mm-hmm. She went to do a thing on The Simpsons. And she mm-hmm. showed up to do a voice on The Simpsons. And he came with her. Right. Was it a Mrs. Robinson thing that she did? I don't remember. Simpsons? I think it was. I don't know, but he, he he wasn't supposed to be there, but she he came with her. Yeah. And she says, yeah, I can't get rid of him. Oh. <laughs> All right, make a noise. I'm going to make a note. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What else? Oh, we wanted to, I don't know if we wanted to talk about the, the porn star thing. Yeah, James Dean. Yeah, James Dean, my favorite porn star. Always my favorite porn star. Well, one of them, anyway. But for a male porn star... He was a new age porn star. I mean, he he ushered in a new generation of because he has young. We talked about this before. Mm-hmm. He has young teenage girl fans with tumblers all about him. Yes, yeah, they're obsessed with him. Mm-hmm. And the thing is that he's got the, those boyish good looks. Boy next door mm-hmm. got got like little panda bear eyes. Little mm-hmm. you know trust like trust me. And he makes little pouty faces <laughs> and stuff. And and but he's a hardcore porn star. Right. And his girlfriend, who has worked with him for a long time, who was on on screen and off screen, his girlfriend Stoya, um, came out and accused him of raping her. Mm-hmm. And she did it on Twitter. Oh my God. Yeah. 
she basically said, um, I think it says, I read an article, it's like 55 words. She accused him in 55 words on Twitter and basically said, I, you know, he held me down and, and raped me while I said no and used my safe word. Mm-hmm. And um, everybody keeps asking me how he is and as if nothing had happened and I can't put up with, I, I won't do this anymore. Wow. So she spoke out, mm-hmm. and that was huge mm-hmm. because everybody's James Dean. yeah. Well, it's, a it's James Dean, and B she's a she's a sex worker, right? So you know people automatically think, and then if you look at their videos, they they do a lot of really heavy duty hardcore. So she's also a, a porn actor. Yes. Okay. Yes. Is that a sex worker? Yes. Okay. I never thought of it that way. Yes. Sex worker to me always meant prostitute? like a prostitute. Yeah. Yeah. No, anybody who works who works in the sex industry is a sex worker. Okay. So that's what they're calling them now, anyways. If, if we are, if we ever make money off this podcast, does that make us sex workers? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I like it, kind of. <laughs> yeah, we're sex workers. <laughs> well, except we're ripping people off. They're not really getting anything from it. <laughs> yeah. Unless maybe they're masturbating while they're listening to us. <laughs> If so, you, attention. if so, you better you better put some money in the tip jar. Maybe we want to set up a tip jar. Oh my word! <laughs> you hadn't thought about that, had you? No. Maybe that's why those people aren't commenting. They're downloading, but they're, they're not saying <laughs> too busy to type. <laughs> oh my god! It's so nuts. What's happening? <laughs> if anybody is listening in the first place, I know we've got like, <laughs> put that down. <laughs> oh my god! So, anyways, <laughs> what were we saying? Oh, so there was it, the reason why I created a ripple in the the is because. A, it raised the question of some people still have a belief that people who work in the sex industry cannot be raped because of the nature of their work, which mm-hmm. is, as we know, you and I know, mm-hmm. obviously, is bullshit. Right, it's because crazy bullshit. Because it's about consent. Mm-hmm. And if you are doing a scene on set with somebody where they are fantasy raping you, mm-hmm. that's a scene on a set. Mm-hmm. But if you're at home with your boyfriend... Mm-hmm. And you're having sex, and you say no, 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 and then you actually have a safe word, and you say, "Pizza is your safe word," mm-hmm. and and they don't stop. And let's explain what a safe word is. Mm-hmm. In with people who are doing S and M, or people who are doing uh, edge play, or people who are doing anything uh, rough, where they're walking that line between pleasure and pain, mm-hmm. they have a safe word, which is can be anything, but and typically it's like um, red, orange, and, and green. Or a red, uh, red, yellow, and green. Mm-hmm. So, in other words, if if you and I are playing and everything is cool, mm-hmm. and 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 maybe you, you know, we're taking, we're going somewhere that that you know is is seems like, and I and I'm taking care of you, mm-hmm. as a, as your dominant, as your top. Mm-hmm. I, I'll say, how you doing? And you say, green, green. Mm-hmm. And then and then you know, and then so we start getting a little rougher, or something else starts happening, and I say, how you doing? And you say, yellow. Mm-hmm. Then I know you're getting close to your stop Limit. point, mm-hmm. so I know to back off a little bit. Mm-hmm. So that's how safe words work, mm-hmm. that you check in with somebody. And, and it can be anything, but just uh, red, green, and yellow are, are pretty standard. Mm-hmm. So that you know if, if they say red, mm-hmm. 
all, everything Stop. stops. Yeah. It's not slow down. It is stop. Right. It is like whatever's happening right now is not okay with me. Mm -hmm. Whereas yellow might be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And red means that's it. The scene, right. scene is over. Right. Or stopping right now. Mm -hmm. So apparently she dropped her safe word and said said no 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 and mm -hmm. then said her safe word mm -hmm. and he didn't honor that mm -hmm. and he kept going and she was sh shattered I guess mm -hmm. she talked about being devastated by it and so she shared it and a bunch of other porn stars started talking and saying yeah I've had that experience with him too hmm. where he was inappropriate like one woman said she was coming out of the shower at this at this place where the, it's a like a porn factory kind of a place mm -hmm. and they have a group shower mm -hmm. where after you do a scene like the a locker room yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah. so the porn star goes to do it take a shower after a scene or before a scene mm -hmm. and she's getting either getting ready or finishing up and apparently he came in and uh, pushed himself against her and was being inappropriate with her when she barely even knew him and mm -hmm. I think it was before a scene and so she was, like, not okay with that. Right. It's like they're getting ready to do its professional business. Right. And the other thing that it exposed, apparently, was that people were talking about how, um, in spite of the fact that everybody's saying, you know, this is a different age and it's all about consent and da-da-da-da-da and porn is okay, mm -hmm. there's still that mis misogyny on the set that it's, it's a bad environment, that mm -hmm. that is tolerated, that inappropriate unasked for behavior is tolerated right. and accepted mm -hmm. and that if you want to be a porn star you have to put up with it mm -hmm. and shouldn't we be past that already right. Right? right but apparently it's still true and a lot of other porn stars were speaking up about it mm -hmm. so that's just kind of what that was about I just thought mm -hmm. that was interesting because last I had heard they were like you know porns uh you know, like the Kanye West and Kim Kardashian. I don't like that I've mentioned them twice now in this hey, podcast. what's that about? Sorry about that. Too much TMZ, man. I know. Exactly. <laughs> Too much TMZ for me. There's a, by the way, there's an article I read, or I haven't read it yet, but somebody sent it to me, or I saw it somewhere, about TMZ and how that whole, speaking of factories, how that works. The culture of the, TMZ? Yeah, the culture of TMZ and the management and that the guy who, who runs it. Harvey. And, yeah. It, it, you might find it interesting if you. I would. Yeah, I'll yeah. To you. I, I think it's an TMZ is a really interesting phenomenon. I've, I don't think I've ever seen it. Oh, I, I have. I've, I've seen I, I the actually, website. I actually kind of enjoy it. Really? Yeah. It's a dishwashing pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> I fell off your bean your bean bag thing. Well, so that also like it's consent is very very big right now. Have you have you read about this? Like in, on college campuses, the, there's been a lot of. Um, my understanding is there's been a lot of um, marketing and promotion about um, promoting consent. You know, posters in in the dining hall about how yes is sexy and things like that. I just think that's fascinating. I wonder I wonder how that's changing how young people have sex and how you know how people hook up. I have no idea. I wonder. I wonder, too. I would love to. Let's, let's get a college student in here. <laughs> if you know, if you're a college student, tell us. this, and you've experienced this consent um, advertising. I mean, it's like well, promotion. It's really heavy. Well, you know, legally, you can't, you can't consent when you're drunk. That was, that was a thing about rape law that I, mm -hmm. that I thought was I didn't know really that. interesting. Yeah. yeah. Legally, if you are drunk... 
you cannot consent. Mm -hmm. Even if you say yes while you're drunk, mm -hmm. it's not consent. How drunk do you have to be? I mean, is somebody going to test my blood alcohol level? Yeah, blow, blow into this before you blow into me. <laughs> blow this blow in before... Blow my ear and I'll follow you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> before you blow me. Yeah. yeah, I guess it's whatever the legal limit is for alcohol. If somebody is drunk, they can't legally consent to, mm -hmm. give, to have sex. Which, you know... And also there's a whole new thing about, like, with rape. Like, it's so interesting how the culture has changed around... Um, like, if somebody has sex with a 17-year-old girl now, everybody freaks out and says they're a pedophile. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I lost my virginity when I was 16. Was it to another 16-year-old, though? Yeah. yeah. But still, that's not even, that is not even legal. Isn't but if But if somebody, if I was 17 and so I was having sex with somebody who was 18... I thought that it would be, that that way would be illegal. If right. If somebody was over the age of 18 right. having sex with somebody under, then that's, that's, <laughs> suddenly pedophilia yeah <laughs> but if the two are under you know under 18 together then that's not well what I, is it I then haven't, I haven't it's, it's unlawful it's unlawful sex it's yeah naughty children <laughs> unlawful sexual congress yeah. amongst minors sodomy sodomy remember the sodomy thing sodomy is like everything sodomy laws yeah sodomy is not just butt sex right sodomizing it's not just butt sex Sodomizing, it's not just butt sex anymore. <laughs> oh, there's a new campaign for the college campuses. <laughs> I don't think it's anything that's sort of not like outside of a married couple. Isn't that like the biblical de definition? Anything outside of like a, a, ma a okay, man insert, and wife. insert definition of sodomy here. You can look it up. Yeah, look it up. All right. I already looked up one thing. Isn't it wonderful that we have the internet here on our little phones to mm -hmm. clear these questions up? Sodomy. Let's see what happens when I put... Oh, great. Now I'm going to get ads for sodomy on my Facebook page. Yeah, you're going to get some interesting ads. Yeah. Sodomy. Sodomy. Wikipedia. Oh, let's look. Let's see. What does Wikipedia say? Oh, look at this. They have a picture. <laughs> really? Of what? Sodomites provoking the wrath of God. Oh, that's not very dirty. No, it's not. It's, 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 it's a, Sodom. It, it's a, yeah, Sodom and Gomorrah. Mm -hmm. Hell, there we go. Sodomy is generally anal or oral sex between people or sexual activity between a person and non-human animal. Bestiality. Yeah. But may also mean any non-procreative sexual activity. There you go. Originally, the term sodomy, which is derived from the story of Sodom and Gomorrah in chapters 18 and 19 of the book of Genesis in the Bible, was commonly restricted to anal sex. Sodomy laws in many countries, criminalizes behaviors, blah, blah, blah. Disfavored sexual activities. What are disfavored sexual activities? I wonder. I can think of one. <laughs> <laughs> How many can you think of? <laughs> disfavored? Well, we talked about one earlier. It's called rape. Well, rape, yeah. yeah. That's not even a sexual activity. That's no, an act of not. violence. That's violence, yeah. That's, that's, that's... That's a hate crime. To, mm. In my mind, it's not actually... Well, is there a list? Is that, is that a linked... Is that a hyperlink? How many different kinds of sodomy can you have? Is that what you're asking? The disfavored sexual activities. Oh, let me see. No. Oh. Western world is. But <laughs> They've been... Most of these laws have been overturned or not routinely enforced. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> you know, they used to do that, though. Like, um... I can't remember what uh, the. It's another documentary about mm. the loves. Do you know? Mm -mm. Uh, 
the, the first uh, uh, interracial couple that was busted, they came into their bedroom. Ew. Yes. Oh, that's a man so and his wife, a, yeah. a, a white man and a, and, a, and a black woman were having, they were married and yeah. they were in their bedroom sleeping. Yeah. And the police broke in on him. Wow. And like, you know, arrested him. That's pretty disgusting. And that was in, I want to say, either Mississippi or one of those places, like Alabama or Mississippi. And so the, now there's, like, June something is Love Day mm-hmm. because they, they changed the law in the oh, state. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, my question is, is masturbation sodomy? In the, so based on that definition, it's, it's non, a non-procreative, non-procreative and you're activity. Also, you're, it's onanism is what it is. We are all sodomites. <laughs> no, it's onan- onanism because mm. uh, the story in the Bible is about onan. Mm-hmm. Spilling his seed upon the ground. Oops. Didn't use a Kleenex. <laughs> <laughs> Kleenex had not yet been invented. Sorry around. about that. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> guys, guys. <laughs> yeah. I saw I saw a movie on, uh, again, a Netflix movie with uh, Jennifer Aniston and um, what's his name? Oh, the dude. What is his name? Oh, I like him. Uh, uh, Arrested Development. Justin Bateman. Oh, okay. He he and um, you know just one of these rom com things, mm-hmm. and uh, she uh, she gets pregnant. She is of of age, mm-hmm. and gets uh, wants to become a mother, mm-hmm. and she's not dating anybody. So she um, picks a seed donor, a donor, mm-hmm. and she calls him the seed guy, mm-hmm. and they have a big party. And uh, Justin Baton, I mean, you can see where this is going from the minute the, the thing opens up. But right. he's her best friend. Mm-hmm. And um, she, he comes to the party and gets really, really drunk. And then he... Um, Donates his seed. He, he takes, he takes the, the other guy's intended present mm-hmm. and dumps it and accidentally dumps it down the drain. And then he looks around and goes, uh-oh. And so he donates his own. Oh, my God. And so she's <laughs> pregnant with his kid, and he doesn't uh, and know she, it. And she doesn't know it. She doesn't know it. Yeah. Well, he doesn't know it either because he was really, really drunk, and he blacked out, apparently. Oh. So he doesn't know it either. And then he sees the kid seven years later, and the kid's acting like him and, you know, just has all his same qualities and stuff. And then he starts having flashbacks and remembers. Mm-hmm. But the, one of the funniest scenes is he, he gets a, an invitation to their party. They're, like, not talking at the time. They got mm-hmm. He got pissed off at her. Or she got pissed off at him. He opens up her invitation, and you know how people stuff like put like little things inside the invitation, like confetti or something. Yeah, yeah. And it's it, he opens it up and it falls on his on his feet, and it's little sperms. <laughs> <laughs> what is she inviting him to? Her 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 insemination party. Oh. So it's little um it's little sperms. And uh, oh, here's a question for you. Do you know this? This is a sex trivia question. It's not the one I'll that try. I was. And you you'll know it. I think you'll know it. Okay, so. Who determines the sex of the child? Oh, I always forget this one. There's a there's like a which the the there's the, the female the egg sperm or the egg right? Is it the sperm? Yes. Yes. Yay! Yes. Where's my gold sperm? <laughs> <laughs> because the, all the sperm, all the little things that fell on the ground, they were they were either pink or blue. Mm-hmm. So they were in the in the envelope, and all the little oh, little so swimmers cute. came on the ground, and so they had pink or blue ones, and I thought that was so cute, and yeah. that it reminded me of that sex practice. Okay? Right. The male sperm determines the sex of the baby. Right. The female is always female. Right. I mean, the egg is always an X. Right. And the male can be an X or a Y. You know what? What? I really have to pee. Okay. We're how? I want to pause it. So how I, are we? 
How long have we gone? We've gone 45 minutes. Oh, that's all right. Okay, pause. We still have other stuff to talk about this, so let me we just do. pause this a sec. How do I pause I'm it? Still... Okay, this is back going again. We have snacks. We yeah. had a break and we had went and got snacks and had a pee. Yeah, it was called a, a bio break. <laughs> yeah, that's right. What were we what were we doing? We we were talking about sodomy, I think. As well we should be. Well, you know, somebody's I... gotta talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> this is so stupid. <laughs> but having this yogurt reminded me of this. Uh-huh. Was... Oh my god. <laughs> Where's this going? <laughs> You'll find out <laughs> exactly where you think it's going. Um, I'm I'm driving on the way here, mm. and I've been I've been recently having this whole thing in my head about Led Zeppelin, because I've never bought in my life ever bought a Led Zeppelin record, mm -hmm. and I like Led have I. I I like Led Zeppelin music, but it's sort of just been like the background of my of my life. It's not something that I like. I ever I I don't particularly care for Robert Palmer, and I don't mm -hmm. Robert Dobb. Plant. Plant, yes. Robert Palmer. And so I, I just, but he's but he's always there. And since I listen to a classic rock radio station, mm -hmm. why can't I talk all of a sudden? Since I listen to a classic rock radio station, Zeppelin is constantly on. Mm -hmm. So I'm listening and they're playing this, there's a song called Custard Pie. And he, <laughs> Robert Plant is like, I just wanted something, your custard pie. And I got it all of a sudden. I was like, oh, my God. And, and it was so, to me, that was so offensive. And it's what does like, he want to do to your custard he pie? He wants to eat her custard pie or just want a piece of your custard pie. What's wrong with that? It means your pussy. I know he does. But it, to me, that just is gross because it's just. <laughs> By the way, she just pointed. <laughs> she, she gestured at my crotch when she said that. <laughs> no, I don't mean your crotch is gross. <laughs> I just mean, for some reason, custard pie and and Robert Plant singing about wanting a piece of your custard pie, and then the actual reference... Of, see, I don't have a problem with pussy, and I don't have a problem with custard pie. But Robert Plant and custard pie and, and the... Ins it it worked for you. It was gross. It was just like, ew. <laughs> and I, I was just thinking about custard pie with the hair and... <laughs> That's like, oh, that's so disgusting. Really? I, did, I don't get that at all. Oh, my God. I don't know why, but I just was like, ew. <laughs> oh, maybe it's Robert Plant, too. He just doesn't really do anything for me. What band was, was Robert Palmer in? Uh, just he was Robert Palmer. But wasn't he in a band before? Like Before he was Robert Palmer, he was part of something else, wasn't no, he? I don't no? think so. He was, in a, he was in a super group. That's right. God, it was called a, Power Station. Some yeah. like it hot yeah, and some who else was in that? The heat is on. No idea. I don't remember. But I know he was in that. Because mm -hmm. he was the front man. Feel the heat. I, yeah, and that was like yeah. their only hit, I think. Mm, oranges <laughs> are good. I think it's as good in the ones as your trees. I'll bet they're Mine's not. better. Yeah, I'll bet it is. It's totally better. My oranges are so good right bring now. bring me some. I know. I'm sorry I didn't. There's um, Although my orange tree has not been that productive this year. Some years it really is just goes nuts, and some mm. years it just kind of holds back. And I guess because it's been so dry and the conditions haven't been favorable. Are they still juicy, though, the ones they're that you do good. have? Yeah. Yeah, they're good. Do they really have season good. them, or is it a navel? Um, I think they're navel, but every once in a while I get a seed. Wow, only one, though. Yeah, mm. like at one or two maybe in the whole orange, but they're really good. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I just pull them straight off the tree and eat them, and they're good. 
Yeah, it's better than this, I'm telling you. And these are pretty good. Yeah. Is there, I think that's a Vaughn's one. Mm. <laughs> God, we eat, you know, oranges in our trees and sitting outside to recording a podcast in February. <laughs> you realize how lucky Life we are? Life is good, baby. Yeah, Life is. is good. Well, I think we covered a lot of ground. We did. We covered a lot of ground. I we had some. We had anything to talk about. Had some snacks. And we had a whole podcast before this, too, that we didn't record when we were talking. That's true. That was lunch. That uh-huh. wasn't a podcast. No, it wasn't. But it was interesting. So that's what we got for you this week. Yeah. On Sex with Penguins podcast. Maybe a little bonus, something else. Maybe. We just don't know. We'll see. If you're good. (laughs) (laughs) So what's the bottom line of this podcast? I would say it's Be Here Now. I think so. Title. Hello. Be Present. Yes, be present and be open and be willing and available to, to be with whatever comes up for the other person and for yourself even in the midst of even it. Even if it's sodomy. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if it's sodomy. Onanism <laughs> so yeah. will cover another time. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, if you're good. <laughs> if you're alone. Mm-hmm. So I guess this is the place where we try and remember all of our various things, all of our various uh, social media things. Oh. But I think the most important one is probably our website. Sex with Penguins pod, no, sexwithpenguins.com. You see? We couldn't even get that one. But that's got everything. That's got yeah. play, how, to, how to write to us, how to add us on Facebook and Twitter, uh, and subscribe on iTunes, and subscribe on Stitcher. Stitcher. And, and somebody else. There are other places, too. But I've forgotten now where they are. I just yeah. sort of, you know. You can always download us on SoundCloud, just listen to an individual episode. Yeah. But if you're hearing this, you already know all this stuff. That's why it's so stupid. <laughs> I know. I don't know why, yeah, why we do this every time. Because. Anyway, it's what you got to do. That's right. Are we going to meditate again after this? Who knows? We'll see. Or are we going to fold laundry? <laughs> Consciously, yeah. meditatively, or take a take a mindful walk, a, a meditation walk to the hey, post. Yeah, the we'll, we'll go to the mailbox. Okay, okay. Hey, I love you. I love you too. Be here now. Alrighty. Bye. Bye. So welcome to Sex with Penguins podcast, the meditation edition. I'm already meditating. Oh, okay. Well, I was just going to do a little intro. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> so this is just a little bonus segment. We have been talking about this for a long time. And we just wanted to do a little meditation. And so wherever you are right now, Just have a seat, get comfortable, relax, let your mind go, 
open up your heart and just get ready to be still and be right where you are. So I'm going to pray us in. <clears throat> So right here and right now, in this moment, we just become completely still, letting go of everything that has come before this moment in time and just resting and relaxing in the presence. Indeed, we just become aware that right where we are, this is what's happening. Be here now. We just consciously begin by scanning our body temple and just noticing the sensations, the sounds around us. The in-breath and the out-breath. beating of our heart. And we become still and it is here that we rest.
So how good it is to come together in the stillness, to just rest and relax in the powerful presence, in the God sunshine, in the intoxicating, intoxicating stillness. And to just drink deeply of the water and just refresh Refresh our mind, refresh our spirit, refresh our soul, and open up to that which is within each of us, which is the powerful presence of God, the infinite creative intelligence of the universe, and just knowing and accepting that by where we are in this moment, all things are working together for our good. So this is what I know and this is what I accept, that for each and every person listening to this meditation, each and every person listening to this podcast, there is this divine right order in the universe that is just working to benefit each and every one. And that all together we rise. As one is lifted, all are lifted. So I just bless this time. Being in the stillness. Simply being. Not doing. Not worrying about tomorrow. But simply being in the presence of God. For this and so much more, I am grateful and thankful. And I simply allow it to be, saying, and so it is. So it is. Amen. Amen. Uh, did your foot fall asleep too? Mm-hmm. <laughs>